Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Let me talk. Let me talk about Kevin Dixon for a second. Oh wait! Welcome to Journey Now podcast. So if you hear this, <laughs> this, or this, this, that's all Kevin learning to be quiet. I need something to... in a podcast. There... Can I just do this? You do, yeah, you but I'll fall asleep. You definitely talk with your hands a lot for yeah. a Westerner. You, you know, for you a, do have very a Western hands. hemisphere yeah. person. That's why I'm, I'm scared to be close to you. Most people because... who talk with their hands are yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's got. And like you do Middle all Eastern people and you European people seem emotions. to talk with their. Aren't you they're... glad you're getting this on film over there, Edwin? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is great content for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Let me show you something. Let me show you something. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in studio today. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome, Tim. Oh, 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 Tim. No, no, no. But one of the biggest Tim Tim's fans in the history of the world is here today. Yes, he is, Mr. Seth Eerie. Yeah. Just waving into the camera, which does not help for a podcast. So, so Seth, how are you? Good. Good. So, Seth, for some reason, Seth has election day off. Yeah. Yes. And so we're tagging along together today. Yeah, this it's feels awesome. Right. We had we went to Jay Christopher's for. Uh, oh. Yep. A oh. Waffle. Did you get a waffle? Yes. Yeah. I, yes, I am. Kevin. Did you get a yes, diet coke? Yeah, brings him. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yep. Kevin and I—that's been our hangout for like two years, and they just—they know us. Um, so anyway, good day, great day. But let's talk pickleball. Tim Timmons yesterday playing hurt. By the way, I mean he's got some sort of I mean, fungus in his lungs. Dominated older people and <laughs> like running them into the ground. We played a seventy-three-year-old guy. Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, he's in his mid-fifties. Yeah. Both Willie. guys were older yeah, yeah. than us. Yeah. Yeah. And like by a substantial margin. Yeah. And <laughs> and I just have to say, I mean, I, and I and I, I will put this out there publicly. I think you need to. Tim oh. Timmons oh, no, is no, a no. freaking animal. <laughs> well, yes. When it comes to the pickleball. Yes. Okay. And I think people will be really impressed with. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> Tim just punched his microphone. Um, yes, and I, I would, I'd like to talk about what happened this weekend. And by the way, Mike played pickleball twice yesterday, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Twice? So, with you? How are your knees? Once with me. Who, and then who did he you play played with, with the other time? The Smelsers. They are wow. professional Yeah, they have a tournament, do so who they play together? They play together. Because they don't play tennis together. They do not. But, but they play pickleball they together. Play t- yes. Wow. So uh, they found a fourth named Tim. Yeah. Just to keep it consistent. Yes, yes, yes. Who was very good. He's probably a, like a 3.5, which is okay. like this rating scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tim and I are probably... 3.6? Yeah, probably 7 or 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, and so, so we, yeah, we were batting it around like like crazy yesterday under mm. the lights, dude. We mm. were in Brentwood under mm. the lights. Well, there it is. And if you've never been in Brentwood under the pinball uh. lights, you are missing out. Uh. Monday wow. night lights. Yep, exactly. <laughs> there um, it is. Hey, I just want to just throw this out there. So this weekend we had yeah, a couple yeah. come to Journey. Yes. And basically, Lisa brought them. Lisa, if you remember her from yeah, a few episodes. Lisa ago. is oh. a missionary. Yeah, she's very much her neighbors. That yeah. she pickleballs with, yes. and so basically mm-hmm. they were we we were challenged this weekend, and so we were staring at each other, and it's two ladies yeah. and two men, yeah, both named Lisa, yeah, well, not the ladies. <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> 
And <laughs> both of yeah, them. I really I felt like there was some. So it's going to be Lisa, Lisa against Ooh, Mike and what's Tim. Up, what's up? Yep. <laughs> Lisa, so anyway, Lisa. that's and, right there and, with Pizza Pizza. And the reason we do pickleball updates is there's so there's so many requests we get. Yeah. Um, Daily inundated through the text line and yeah. the emails. So about, you have pickleball fans now? No. Is that what you're saying? I think we have pickleball skeptics. Yeah. They, yeah. That's they even we, better. We, they think we talk a good game, but yeah. don't live that. That's fine. And I'm just saying, if if you... To their own peril. Exactly, Kevin. Yeah, that's right. If you turned us into metaphorical animals, mm. Tim is a gazelle. Okay, oh. he is so he is all over. Among the lilies? Untirable. I... I'm uh, I am a polar bear, hmm. meaning I don't always catch you, but if I do, it's over. It, you're done. Yeah, there's you're no getting done. away. Yeah, and between the two of us, because we represent both continents, right? The warm <laughs> continents and the, and the cold continents. I mean, we do some damage. That's so, Lisa, Lisa, incomes. if you're listening, yeah, you're going down. It's yeah. on now. This weekend. We had quite a conversation. Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> and Kevin. Oh, and Kevin, where were you yeah. this weekend? I was in there Chattanooga. Was a Kevin-shaped hole. So, so you could go anywhere in the world because you had a weekend off. You have no kid responsibilities. It's you and your wife. Yeah, uh, and you could go anywhere. And you said, "Let's go to Chattanooga." Can you give me a bit of thought process about that decision? How that decision we were supposed to go down? to New York because our right. daughter was running in the New York Mayor City Way better. Marathon. Yeah. But yeah. she got hurt, so she didn't. So she okay. said, don't come. Yeah. And then um, you said, oh, let's do something. The only thing better than New York is Chattanooga. Well, here was our thought process. Okay, that's it's not I'm a about. long thought process. Yes, please. But it's, I'll keep it short. Yeah. We have a little car that yes, the top do. goes down on. Yeah. That Lori was up for a three-hour drive. Okay. Hopefully to see some leaves. leaves. And so north yeah. was out of the question. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, yeah, north. And, that, and what's north? Yeah, Kentucky. The Union. So, yes. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> there was a couple of restaurants we wanted to try in Chattanooga. Oh. Which and, one did you try? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. No. Tim and I, I get really yeah. excited yeah. about yeah. I'll food. tell you later. <laughs> and so we, um, there's a drive down Three that hour. goes... That goes right by some water that you drive oh, down, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. with the top, it was yeah. gorgeous. Mm. It was the the weather couldn't have been better. Yeah. It was it was spectacular. Sometimes I drive with my top down. Yeah, yeah, For I sure. appreciate yeah. that in my truck. Yeah. But the leaves were meh. Okay, so it was the the was opportunities were circumscribed by the mileage. So it was three how far? Hours. Yeah, about a three hour drive and, and the, foliage and, yeah. and, the, and look for foliage. Yes. So and a, north and a, was out and a city, not country. Lori likes right, cities. We have restaurants. Yes, we have to go to restaurants. Yeah, I'm going to defend Kevin right now. So we're going to vote Chattanooga. On this? I love Chattanooga. I love I think Chattanooga it's a Great too. date night. It's it, a great it was. date. Like good yeah. food, quick, cool little town. Yep, I, I like could live it. in Chattanooga. Yep. I, I could. I I've made fun not. of it. No, I, I don't stand think I could. chastised. Yeah. Um, so, what restaurants did you go to? Just a minute. I'm gonna. Uh, we went. <laughs> okay. This is gonna expose. It was. It was. Uh, okay. Just pause uh, the word exposed. <laughs> my bias. <laughs> and we all leaned in. Yes. yes. And we're like, gonna, yes. It, it's one of those things where I went. Uh, can we hit up a, a couple of craft brewers? If you guys can't see what he's doing. He's looking on his phone. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. It's really so, compelling. Um, riveting. Podcast. Riveting podcast. Did you go to Odd Story? No. Yes. Yeah, so that's you, one of my favorite places. Up? The Are name of the, I'm trying to remember the name of the restaurant. I'm terrible at it. Do you well, have? 
First, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, this is dangerous, but I'm going to tell you the brewery we went to was Naked River. It's so in you, Chattanooga. Yes. If I had a and nickel. you drove there? I know. <laughs> I you drove there with See, the top down. Yeah. Totally yeah, yeah, risky. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other okay. one we went to was Wanderlinger Brewery. Um, okay. Those okay. were the two breweries we hit. And the restaurant. So the I don't even we, want to tell you this either. <laughs> really? Is it inappropriate? Hello, Monty. <laughs> I, that's why way I was like, wait a witness. I, I'm like, sounds dirty. Do I even yeah. want to, I so even let me want just to say let this me out just loud? Type into Google okay. inappropriately yeah, yeah. named restaurants and breweries. Yeah, Twin Peaks. In Chattanooga. Yeah, exactly. Twin Peaks, Hooters, yes. and Full Monty. Yes. 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 Hello, and Monty. Lori. It's Lori who wants to go to these. Oh, no, no. No, yeah, don't yeah, blame yeah. Lori. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hell, actually, Hello, Monty. Yeah. If you're in Chattanooga, people, yeah. it's. It's got, uh, that was one of the best Kevin's steaks. rolling up his I have wow. literally, like literally had it a he long might, time. He might take his shirt off. It, yeah. <laughs> don't make me take my shirt <sighs> off. Hello, Monty. So anyway, see, this is why I was hesitating to say what the names of That's <laughs> amazing. Were. This whole segment is sponsored by the Chattanooga Board of Tourism. <laughs> yes. And, and the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. So thank you, Seth. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go someday. Yeah. 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 Is that okay? Seth would really like the Chattanooga Choo Choo. That's the thing I've heard of, mm -hmm. and it's really a train. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a like a, it's a place you go. Is that towards Dollywood? Is Chattanooga no near other direction? Oh, okay. Chattanooga is down by Georgia. Oh. Um, Dollywood's oh, over great. by North Carolina. Yeah, okay. you should go. They have an aquarium too. Yeah. Okay, but okay, mm -hmm. perfect. It was a, but it was a spectacular drive. The highlight what was the drive, it, no doubt. This. What would it take for you to, in with confidence, mm. loan that car mm. to somebody like named Mike, with the top down? Your with top both down? Tops down? Yeah, right, right, I'm right, just right, saying. right, right. <laughs> and it's a whole different for thing. For a three-hour drive, yeah. what's your confidence level on that? Hundred percent. Okay, that's that's, that's good because he loaned me his truck earlier, and yeah. it was a big deal. He yeah. must trust you. He does. I think he does. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd I loan it to any of you. I would let any of you drive it. Take Not it. me because I don't drive a stick. Well, all right, but yes. Okay, so we were speeding through Genesis. Yes. Oh, speeding. so if there's anybody left, um, <laughs> seriously, Brad and Christy. Hello. Yeah. Brad, Brad just waits until he gets a shout out, and then he texts me on Thursday, and he's like, "Hey, thanks hey, for the thanks shout out." out. And yeah. then, he, then he's out. out. Yeah, he's yes. out. Yep. He's out. Just, I want you Can to you know. blame him? No, he. Although he is going to be in Tennessee, uh, in uh, next week. Hmm. So yes, um, Friday through Monday. Oh, so okay. we will. Yeah. So what I'm, part of Tennessee? Chattanooga. Well, that was where he wanted to go, but we drug him to, to Nashville. Oh, okay. Wow. So we're yes. actually going to get to meet him. Yeah, we are going to we're going to rent one of those uh, hot tub buses, just nice. he and I, and we're going to drive around together, and it's going to be great. Shirtless, topless, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on Broadway. It's going to be great. Yes, Dude, bro oh yeah, full sure. Monty, right? Full yeah, I mean, <laughs> half local pastor. What is actually what's called Hello Monty? Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, Even yeah, worse. Yeah. That, Speaking that, that of Monty. <laughs> Yes. Genesis. Speaking of Monty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the humans were naked and unashamed. Yes. All right, so now we're back in Genesis. And with all appropriate disclaimers, thanks. We had to catch up briefly. Yeah, we had not seen right. Kevin it was right. since last week. Right. And <laughs> we, had to, we had to hear stories of high adventure. Yes, high Susie's adventure. Susie's feeling better. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess that's a segment we'll keep. Yeah. yeah. Susie's health update. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Feeling great. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
have you added any supplements <laughs> now that you realize the <laughs> Iron Dome is penetrable? No. Okay. All right. I have not. Do you feel vulnerable? Do you feel like just walking around going like, I, I, I'm exposed to germs right now. No, I they don't. Could happen. Okay. Because you got sick? Like yeah. It just, it's it, like, I'm not a the whole, the whole mystique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because mommy juice was not working. Mommy no. Boost. Mommy, mommy boost. boost. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Keep correcting we, that. Yeah. Let, me, let me just ask. Let me just ask this question. Do they put like ratings on podcasts? Do they put ratings like like PG thirteen? Oh, or, those kind of ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't mean know. like don't one stars. So. We've yeah. got plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're. I think we're. I don't mean those ratings. I just mean content half warnings. Yeah. Half stars. Yeah, we the, we we used to have families listen to this together, but yeah. not any, not yeah. anymore. All right, so Genesis. We we Whew. are talking about image of God. We got four more minutes, you guys. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. The two banter fans are yes. just loving life. Do we have to get to the Bible part? Susie's looking at her watch. What are you looking yeah. at? What? Well, Sorry. What was it? She's just timing it. She's timing it. Susie left. Segment, segment one. My <laughs> 30 minutes. Oh, she'll be back. Don't worry. I'm okay. back. I'm okay. back. We're on the Bible thing. All right. So she'll be back. You lost yeah. me at pickleball. Uh, oh, wow. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you had me at full Monty. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, Hello, Monty. Yeah, Monty. You definitely yeah. did not have me at full yeah, Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Susie's, Susie's best yes. line in, in these circumstances is I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> So. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> All right. In Genesis, where God is right here. Right. Um, I know. Three three or four different transitions. So we were talking about what it means to image God and to be made in the image of God. And the, the, the ancient Near Eastern parallel is of an idol statue. And mm -hmm. so we gave some examples of idol statues back in the day. And you would, like, these statues were... Um, considered not only representations, but like the representing the presence of God right in that area and the rule of God over that space. Mm -hmm. There was even a ceremony we covered where you would kind of imbue the, the statue with the presence of God and the co commission of what that statue was supposed to do in the world. Mm -hmm. And so to be a statue, um, to be an image or likeness of a god was something that was very, very common in the ancient Near East and associated with ruling hmm. um, uh, and presence. So to say that human beings are made, human beings function as living statues in the same way that the dead statues function in the temples of their gods is a really radical claim. First of all, because you, Typically, only kings would be um, held to be images of the divine. But now it's every human person. So that's a revolutionary thought, number one. Revolutionary thought, number two, is that contrary to the dead idols and dead statues, these are living, breathing statues of Yahweh in the world that have agency and volition and desire and so on. And so that paints an incredible picture of, in, in combination with the idea that creation isn't finished, but it's good. And that there's loads of potential embedded in it, waiting to be exploited in the best way towards flourishing. Then that gives a commission to the humans to fill the earth, subdue it, rule over it, and do, do that in the way that Yahweh himself has modeled what it means to rule and subdue and those sorts of things. Yeah. So that's clear enough mm -hmm. and, 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 and massively significant enough. Yeah. The second part was... And good does not mean perfect. Correct. Or finished, yes. Or finished, it means... It means fitting. 
fitting. Yeah, it fits together well potential. for the purposes. Yes, yes. Something that has potential. Yeah, so when you, when you use the word finished, it means there's nothing that can be done except losing it, uh-huh. right? Except uh-huh. moving from perfection to a state of non-perfection. Correct. That's not, and that's how I always understood the garden was yeah. it was perfect, yeah. and then right. we showed up and screwed it up. Mm-hmm. But the image is better understood as rife with potential to be taken in ways that image God well into the world mm-hmm. and taken in ways that don't image God well into the world. And obviously the rest of Genesis is about the ripple effects of the... <laughs> of not doing uh, it way. Yeah, exactly, right. yeah. exactly. Defining for themselves what they will image. Right. So image here is both a noun and a verb, right? And this is part of the confusion. To be right. in the image of God is something that's true of every human person simply in virtue of being human. Not in virtue of their rationality, not in virtue. And and these are really important distinctions because in end-of-life debates, like in um in, in European some European countries, if you hold image of God to be some capacity that that humans have, then when humans cease having that capacity, mm-hmm. they cease being human. And so they're like there are autistic right. kids being euthanized because right. they don't they don't right. have capacities. So we want to define, and I think the Bible defines image of God, not as a set of capacities, but no. rather just being human in all of our humanness. Right. So, so that be- becomes what the, that becomes the noun part of this, that we are images. But part of what images do is they image in a verb sense. Right. And so the images of God can image things that aren't God. That's the part that we realize. And, you know, shockingly, they soon image things that are not God. And mm-hmm. that's where we went into Romans to talk about how Paul talks. Like he sees this great exchange that happens between the humans who were to image and worship and serve their creator now are imaging created things mm-hmm. into the world. Yep. And so there's a distinction after the curse that Susie brought up in conversation yesterday between bearing the image, which is true of all humanity, but also bearing the name of mm. God, mm. which is true of those who you know, entered into covenant relationship with God and who are now having their image bearing renewed according to the pattern of Christ. And that was a revolutionary thought for me when I heard that because I always... I mean, to some degree, and I think a lot of people equate bearing the image of God to bearing his name. Yeah. Like if you're an image bearer, then you're a, a Christ follower to some degree or right. have the potential to be a Christ follower. Not yeah. necessarily. Right. And this right. is where we got a, a little bit of confusion. Did you want to jump in before we get to the No, confusion? I was just going to ask you to give one more sentence on the difference between those two. But Well, if I bear, I bear the image of God, of God, if I bear the image of Christ, I'm made, I'm created in the right. image. I mean, it's Psalm 139, it's Genesis 1 we're and 3, all, or yeah. 2, 1 and 2. And so we're all made before we make any quote unquote decision for Christ, yeah. right? Yep. But Jesus says, I'm the way to the Father, right? I'm the way, the truth, and the, and the life. And so those who enter into covenant relationship with God through Jesus Christ now bear his name, right? Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and part of bearing his name is being remade in his image. So the 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 right. the, the part that we took that that caused a lot of confusion or questions was um, that that 
in Christ, we're being conformed to his image. So, so what Jesus came to solve wasn't a sin problem per se, because sin was taken care of in a, in a superficial way mm -hmm. um, by the sacrificial system. What Jesus was, was doing as part of forgiveness, the whole project of forgiveness of sins was restoring humanity to us, restoring our original vocation to mm -hmm. us. And so you have a bunch of Pauline theology that's talking about we're being conformed into his image, we're being transformed into his image. Um, and, um, and what that means isn't that I become um, more morally and morally perfect. It's, it's rather the idea that I become more and more like Christ in Christ's humanity. Mm. Right? I don't become like Christ in his divinity, obviously. I'm, right. I will always be human. But what Christ did is show us what it means to be fully human right. and fully imaging mm -hmm. the tr one true God. So by patterning our life after his life, we, be, we become not only transformed, but we begin imaging God the way that Christ did and thereby bear his name. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So is that like, I mean, that distinction, does that help? Like when people always say like some of the best people I know, some of the best humans I know that do the most amazing things totally. for humanity are not Christ followers. Yes. That makes sense then, because even though they may not be Christ's followers, they still bear the image of God. Absolutely. And so it's in them intrinsically to do good. Because yes. that's and to care about justice. And to care about things, right? Totally. But those people don't necessarily bear the name of God. Right. That's exactly right. So that that's really helpful, I think. Well, you brought it up. And so it then is. what, what would the benefit be thing. of then bearing the name of God if where somebody is already doing those things. So bearing the name of God is inaugurating our step into new humanity. So, so, um, and yeah. the, our original vocation. So even if I'm good and moral and upright and outstanding. Just, seeking yeah. justice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And all of that is evidence, mm -hmm. right? Of, yeah. of God's agency in the world. What's missing there is, I think what Paul would say is, Everything contained in the phrase union with Christ, like the in Christness, the, the relational connection uh, through the Spirit, the transformation of justice and um, all of those sorts of things from a humanistic perspective to a partnering with God sort of perspective. Does that make sense? Because part mm -hmm. of like how Aristotle would define the good, it's not just doing what's good, but it's it's doing good for the right reasons at the right time. Mm. So there are loads of us who care about justice, but do it in a way, right, that brings glory and honor to self. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And and so so we would argue, or I think the Bible would suggest, that what's being restored when you bear the name of God is the um, the fullness of what it means to bear his image. So we see echoes of his image all over culture. Right. Right. Because you don't have to be a to Christian say to say, man, here's a great, here's yeah. a great doctor, or here's a uh -huh. great lawyer, uh -huh. or here's a great politician. Hallelujah. And so we celebrate all of that. And as, as God's people, we can receive that. And we don't have to minimize it or say, well, they're an unbeliever. So, yeah. you know, it's not right. as whatever. Right. What, what we're trying to say on top of that is there's entrance into a covenant community that transforms our humanity into the fullness of that and not just the echo. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's really helpful. Yeah, I think the other part of that that I think just simply stated is, is that when people do it in the name of Jesus, they, they are 
drawn to Jesus, not to the person. There is something changes, something's different about that than merely just doing the morally right thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I always play the devil's advocate on this. Go but ahead. I, if I was somebody who's not a Jesus follower, I'd be like, okay, what's the difference in using his name, doing versus, it in his name versus, versus Gandhi. me just doing great things? Like my neighbor... Right. Yeah. Um, years ago, it was he's just such a beautiful, yep. beautiful man. Mm -hmm. And I was leading worship for this ginormous church that Mike and I were at, and we're killing it. Killing. Yet I just saw so much more beauty in this mm -hmm. guy, yeah. what he was doing, mm -hmm. than the people around me and myself. And right. I was like, why does this guy have joy mm -hmm. when I don't? Mm -hmm. And it was just this really conflicting thing. And he would go, oh, okay. Great, you can do that in the name of Jesus. I'm going to do that because I'm just I'm a human, and yeah. sure, I'm made in the image of God, whatever. Right. But this is how I'm. Yeah. This is how I'm doing it. So I just no, I'm that, back at yeah, that. Yeah, so good because it shows mm -hmm. the ways in which Christians really misunderstand what it is to follow Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we Christians, or at least I, I do and have, I make the mistake of thinking that following Jesus means I'm doing religious things, and right. even it the, stops at confession. It stops at confession, and it doesn't engage the rest of my mm -hmm. humanity. Right? right. It's it's what we talked about. Like it only uh, it only deals with my soul after I die. Yeah. And so so the wrong answer would be to look at this person, your friend, and say, Hey, well, I get heaven, and you don't. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And, and and if that's all we have to say, if all Jesus is is a ticket to heaven, yeah, then I think we're really missing the beauty and vision of mm -hmm. you know what Jesus yeah. came to inaugurate. Yeah, that's where I would have said my question back to you would have been, well, maybe the things that you're doing at the gigantic church aren't reflecting who Jesus is. What? What? Okay, Kevin, that got I'm personal. Sorry. I know, but that's hurtful. that that would have been the question, right? Well, yeah, it's what I was struggling with. Yeah, I think I think at some point we have to ask the question of the church, including our church. I would ask it all the time. I'm trying to ask this question all the time. Is what we're doing actually reflecting the person that we say we follow? Yeah. And if it's not, let's not. But here, but but your push yeah. is, I think, the most important way to try to articulate what Jesus adds. Because if you're good and do good in the world, in ways that Jesus followers, not all Jesus followers do, right. then what's the point of adding Jesus to yeah, that. that would be that would be his point. That would mm -hmm. be somebody. I mean, I, I know so many people with that. It's like, yeah. gosh, you guys keep doing your little religious thing, but right. I'm actually going to do a lot of the same things that your Jesus does, and I yeah. really respect your Jesus. But I'm doing those things. I just don't need him. And you could almost things. say he's doing them for better reasons than the Christians who do it because they're terrified huh. of going to hell. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. So then, you know what, what, is, yeah. what is the response to that then? Oh, Tim, what would you say? Uh, I mean, that, that started me on a real, I mean, mm -hmm. I was reading this book and it was talking about, uh, representers that Adam was the first representer of God. Mm -hmm. Um, not a representative, but a, a representer of, yeah. you know, it's kind of this whole Genesis idea. Yeah. Um, and that really got me going on asking a lot of questions about church. What are we actually doing? Um, what is this whole thing about? Why are mm. we doing this? Mm. What is the church supposed to be about? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just been this constant question that I wrestle with. What would you say? Well, I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but... I would disagree I think, with that. I think we'd all... <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm, I'm about to say something that I don't know how it all works. And I feel like the older I get, the less I understand how it works. But mm. something about me 
believes it is true, is that at some point there becomes in a supernatural element of all of this. And like when we enter into practices, like spiritual practices of being Christians, like worshiping together, assembling together, um, praying, sharing communion together, hospitality and those things, when we when we pray, when we sit silent before the Lord, like all those things that we do engage in something that's bigger than us. I mean, like when you think about like the 12 steps, right? You can go to a 12 step thing and be of any race or creed or religion or whatever, yeah. right? And the first step is recognizing that you're um, <clears throat> powerless, powerless. Mm -hmm. and your life has become unmanageable, right? And then it's and then it's acknowledging the second step would be like acknowledging a higher power and engaging in that higher power, right? And then the hard stuff comes when you have to take a fearless inventory of everything that you've done. Right. And then further that, sharing that with my higher power and another person. And that's where a lot of people end up um, not following through with the 12 steps because that's really hard to do. But you can't do that part until you've engaged in your higher power, right? And so... And I don't know how that works because yeah. that works for everybody differently, right? Mm -hmm. But there is something about being a Christ follower and having the Holy Spirit in you and something that is supernaturally calling you to him, that's filling you with peace, that's filling you with power, empowering you to go and, and do hard things when it's when you don't have any strength or or not or whatever. Like yeah. there's that element. And that's for me, that's becoming increasingly hard to understand but more of what i believe yeah i mean a guy that we were with last night um he was a jesus follower and um was beautiful was yeah and has just kind of said gosh i think there's more about our energy in our bodies and i love the ways of jesus but there's more about energy and all these things going on than um than God doing these things. Like I love, I think the way of Jesus is awesome. Yeah, but that's that's the, that's the whole problem that we face of people who were growing up in the church in the 80s and 90s is that we've completely disembodied our faith. Yes. We don't I mean we were told not to Of course, of course. not to trust our bodies. Yeah, and he he's gone that way and just really far. And I agree. There there's stuff there that's so beautiful with yeah. so many of these conversations. But it's just interesting to listen to him because he would be coming back with all these, coming back at all these things going, I don't know if I need that relationship, the spirit of God. There's already a spirit and energy mm -hmm. going. I'm, you know, yeah. it yeah. just, yeah. And, and it's where I go. I'm not 100% sure of that Jesus is real and all the things that we sing about are 100%. I'm just not. What? I know. And, I'm okay with that because I think the way of Jesus is just so beautiful. And mm -hmm. the fact that it's not about me, it's about other people versus, you know, I'm well, going to do these good things for other people. Well, he invites you to help you in your un unbelief. Yeah, and know, I, I, I believe that he's like, there, there's something that's being changed in me and formed in me that's outside of just the energy and chakra, if you will. But yeah, it's just, it just, it just causes questions. That's all. And it just pushes at things because we've just all kind of taken this thing hook line sinker and then when things get questioned we go well i'm out this yeah. didn't work for my friend last night mm -hmm. yeah. this thing didn't hold the bigger story the mysteries 
of God. You know? Right. Oh, totally. I love that, Tim. I, the, the I, I just want to keep reflecting on the power of that question because I don't know that many many could answer. So, what's Jesus do to somebody who's who who somebody who's living basically a, a good life? And so, one Christian response would be, "Well, no one's good, and they're they're sinning left and right. We just right. don't see it, right? And so, their sin problem needs to be taken care of because they're separated from God, right? A yeah. A and and I think there's truth there. Uh-huh. Of course, I mean I think I think we are even in our goodness we're broken yes. and fallen yes. and we don't image well. And I think your point about the ruthless moral inventory, mm-hmm. you know, there's something to be said if you have a referent outside of yourself to mm-hmm. make those judgments. Right. If it's right. just me thinking what about how I'm doing, then I will compare myself to people right. who are doing worse. And then you sit in shame. Or yeah, or mm-hmm. yeah, that's that, that's our story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that one answer is, well, they they, you know, they have a sin problem that's going to lead them to hell, and they need to have that sin problem taken care of. That's one answer. Another answer is, yeah, but they're not experiencing the fullness of their humanness. But then that's the counter. Your friend, yes, is saying, well, I look more human than you guys do. Yeah. You know, like there's this big thing about the Speaker of the House who had this Covenant Eyes program on his yeah. computer, yeah, yeah. and it's just blown up, right? Yeah. And he had accountability software with, yeah. with his son, and it's yeah. like the world looks. I mean, I have that software, yeah. So, and I have accountability partners. Yeah, my son is, I'm his, but yeah. he's not mine. And I'm like, I get where that just doesn't make sense, even remotely. Yeah, like that way or mode of mm-hmm. of of living, even though, you know, it's not perfect. And here's Josh Duggar and, you know, it didn't work for him and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, wow. We just covered the whole gamut of popular yeah. culture. Well, it, not always, it all speaks to <laughs> our inability to hold two things at once. Right. Yeah. But, but so, so they look at us wow. being subhuman and they say, well, then that answer, well, Jesus leads me into humanness is totally wrong. Mm. Cause look at you guys, you really, you need accountability software. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, or or um, your 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 Jesus makes you harsh and judgmental and intolerant and unloving and unwelcoming. I mean, I totally get why people would go there. Yeah. So I think what you're asking is the most important question we have to answer. What does Jesus do beyond getting getting giving us a ticket to heaven? Yeah. You know, does he have anything to do or say? So when he says he offers life and he offers life abundantly. What? 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 <laughs> what is that different than what your friend would say? That's the. I think the answer to the question lies somewhere in there. It lies in the answer to the question of what Jesus would say is an abundant life. Yeah. Yeah, and how you'd unpack that. Yeah. Because, because I think Paul would say, like maybe... But at least in Romans, his his critique of humanity is that we're made to image God into the world. And that can happen unconsciously, right? I'm passionate for justice, and I yeah. may yeah. be a total atheist, but we would look at that and go, no, no, that's actually, that's proof, you know, that you're an image bearer. Um but there, but that, but if if we look at every life closely enough, we would see deformed humanity somewhere there mm-hmm. because you cannot image anything else but God and be fully human. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the idea. And I realize how offensive I, and ridiculous that would sound. Yes, son. I had to go to the bathroom real quick. 
Okay, real quick, don't go anywhere else. Okay? Peace. Okay, Jesus, or, or Jesus, uh, <laughs> Seth doing peace signs. Okay, come right back, wash your hands. You, okay. Seth, you've got two minutes. Go. And go. So, anyone who do, who thinks this thing is scripted. Yeah. Who is nobody? Nobody yeah. thinks that. But I don't if think you do this podcast, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant yeah. his life. I'm like, no. I was, oh. I, I think the other the other wild card in this conversation is um, around imaging. Is we also do it as a community. That's the big. That's mm. and I think that's where we're mm. fishing. I think as individuals, that's great, Kev. There's a, I think, an unnecessary fixation on how do I completely yeah. image God? Yeah, I, you can't. No. So there's so there's a community of people that you do it with together that I think completes that picture a little more. So there's something in the the me to you relationship that adds to this idea of um, the image of God. And I think you said something to that effect on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where we're going this week. I yeah, mean, you, male you and dipped female. into it on mm -hmm. Sunday. We did. Yeah. It was a it was a dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> I think that's also part of the answer. It's like, I don't, uh, knowing Jesus. You complete me. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of that story there. Yeah, that, I'm, just a, I'm just a boy <laughs> staying in front of a senior pastor. <laughs> asking no. him. Asking him, will you affirm to me? To love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is, you guys, just yeah. the, you want to cut that part out yeah. right No there. way. <laughs> Why? It's how but, I feel. Okay. I'm learning. I'm leaning in my humanity. I appreciate that. But that's you're bringing up a, a huge point. I, I think that Genesis is going to make. Yeah, next. I, yes. I think I think you can't you can't make this point about imaging God without it being attached to community. Well, well, and then we as individuals, can I jump in? Of course. I'm so sorry. I apologize. No, no, you, dude, uh, you're the lead in this riff. <laughs> but I mean, he'll even say male and female are required to bear the image. It's not, it's, it's male and female that bear the image. Yeah. And so exactly, I mean, that's, that's the next sucker punch that's mm. coming is, oh, we just, I might be an image bearer, but I don't bear the fullness of the image until I'm in community. And I think that's where Jesus comes into play is that when he states in, in his last, or he prays for his peoples, mm. he says, yeah, pray that they be unified so that the world will know. So who I am. And so there's this, mm -hmm. there's this supernatural thing. And I would tie in what she says is that we can't understand that people come together of different ethnicities, different religious backgrounds, different political parties, different economic status, you name it. And they come together and they gather around this name of Jesus and it looks like God. That's different than I can do good things for people. Right. There's yeah. something different there. Uh, yeah. And these people would say, that's why we're all doing this together. Like, if we're all doing this, then it's for the oh, sake of the other people. So yeah, but I would also say that it's not possible outside of the work of Christ. This is literally like pickleball. I'm watching pickleball <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now between yeah. two and I'm not yeah. diving in the ki kitchen. Yeah. yeah. But, Get out of the kitchen. But I'm, 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 the gazelle is doing well. I'm, I'm betting my life on what you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. that, that, people could easily push back and say, gosh, sure. that, that. And, and the problem is, is we suck at it. We We've suck always at sucked that. at it. The church the unity sucks thing. at this. We've been dividing for centuries. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and people can point to that 
more often and more clearly than they can our unity. And so that's why it's easier to not believe than it is to believe, because the very thing that Jesus told us to do in order that we would believe is the very thing that we're so terrible at. Yeah, totally. Did he go go to the number two? Ladies and gentlemen, this (laughs) podcast, at least for Mike Erie, is over. (laughs) You've got to go do some wiping? I got wiped. And on that note... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Speaking of full Monty. (laughs) Hello, Monty. (laughs) Wow. Dear listeners, got a full dose of us today. Dear listener left (laughs) hours ago. And then to put a a bow on it, or in this case, toilet paper. Right. Um, To wipe it. Go. To finish. (laughs) And we are flushed out. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm right here. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.